0: In 2002, Archie Comics- Mark 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 Mark! What? It's April! We're free! Oh my god, it's not Marchie anymore. No! Let's do Battletoads. Fuck yes!
1: and welcome to D-Geeks, I'm Avery, I'm Mark, and welcome to the Fuck Marchy, this is a bad idea actually episode, and Another welcome, a secondary welcome, to the Uh, well, welcome to the relaxed, comfy, fun time episode where we don't really give a shit, and we decide to watch a single pilot episode of Battletoads, because Marcus stressed up unbelievably beyond his mind, and as am I as well, because of the recording setup that was a mess last week. Yeah, we kind of (laughs) flubbed it. Uh, Kind of, being a bit of an understatement there, but I mean, you know. So we 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 switching about we're switching things around we're sorting yeah, things out we kind of
0: burnt ourselves out on Archie just a bit i don't like archie anymore i don't think i liked archie to begin with but i really don't like archie now
1: i kind of like archie still but i mean the thing is is the archie thing we watched last week was barely archie so i mean i don't yeah, think it really counts but yeah so because we are saying fuck off to watch you forever, we decided to do Battletoads this week as a just a comfy one-off, just quick special thing that doesn't take too much time to record and won't take as much time to edit and will actually sound decent unlike last week's episode.
0: Yeah, it's a good opportunity to, um, to, to deal with a, yet another uh, new recording setup. Yeah. But uh, we're getting off the topic, which is, of course, deep Cartoons.
1: Uh, Also, for those of you who are wondering, uh, don't worry, we are still doing Archies and Jugman, we're just not doing it right now. We're going to just kind of wait a little bit until we are not so much overdosed and overwhelmed by Archie things.
0: No, we will probably do it whilst in the middle of being overdosed and overwhelmed by Deke's entire series of TV movies.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, oh god, I can't wait to get it stuck into that collection. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. That was a thing. So, Battletoads is a TV special and blatantly a pilot uh, for a TV show based on the 1991 Rareware beat-em-up? Yeah, it was a beat-em-up. Yeah, yeah, side-scrolling beat-em-up Battletoads.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Infamous for its difficulty and its brilliant, I think just absolutely genius, forward-thinking future of its two-player mode having friendly fire, which <laughs> I think is still amazing. I still love that feature. It's bullshit, but it's a wonderful thing. It's absolutely wonderful.
0: Uh, it was also a, a, basically a parody of um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle craze, mm. kind of the the anthropomorphic animal... Superhero thing that was going on at that point in yeah. um in culture, and um they tried to translate this to a television cartoon, and the network didn't pick it up. But enough of the game. How about the cartoon?
1: Well, the cartoon is interesting in that it's equally a parody and kind of blatant, kind of I guess homage, rip off, whatever you want to call it, of uh, the turtles. Uh, just as self-aware as the video game was. Yes, and yes. In a rather rare move... Hey, and uh, a rather rare move for <laughs> uh, rare. a... Rare. ...a deep cartoon, Um, it's actually pretty faithful to the source material this time.
0: I mean, there's a few changes. Well,
1: uh, yeah, but... I mean, and I'm
0: not sure how many of the changes that... Our understanding looking up of the the law behind Battletoads actually came after the creation of the cartoon. Mm. I suspect it probably did, seeing as the only Battletoads game at this point would have been mm, Battletoads in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, the original. Uh so I suspect that this actually had very little to do with the allure as was given, but they might ended up using most of the writer's lore in the game game series itself.
1: I mean, I think the main big difference here is... Oh, uh, by the way, no history section this time. Relax, episode. Um, <laughs> the main difference in the plotline, really, would be the origin of the Battletoads themselves. Now, yes. in the cartoon... They are three junior high students who are basically three very stereotypical lads. You've got the geeky nerdy one, you've got the big bulky muscle, and you've got the serious 90s cool dude with the mohawk and the visor sunglasses, right? Somehow the rest are friends. They are the most unlikely friends ever. Knew <laughs> that None of these three should ever be put together, really, in following 90s cartoon lore. Um... But they are. But and because they're all outcasts. Well, okay, yeah, I guess that. How is that fucking 90s kid the outcast? There's no way that kid sure. should be an outcast. Um, But, yeah, so basically what happens is they're playing a video game. Uh, T-Bird and the princess come out of the video game that they're playing in the uh, convenience store, one of the arcade games. Uh, T-Bird sprays the lads with... Uh, the Battletoads' essence, which is a the weird, es- yes. goopy liquid. The
0: essence of the Battletoads, which at this point in the cartoon we are merely told were the ancient ancestral protectors of the princess's um, family, I guess?
1: Yeah, I believe so. Strange. Um, and then from that point on, after they've been sprayed with the essence, they become the Battletoads. Yes. And can change to and from the Battletoad form and their human form at will. Um, Meanwhile, in the original game's backstory, the three of them were computer technicians and roommates. And they have the far more interesting, yet more complex backstory of being testers for a virtual reality game. Called Battletoads. Called Battletoads. And then they um, become suspicious of their boss and the chief game programmer of the game. They check it out at night, which turns out to be a trap. They get sucked into the video game and get turned into the Battletoads permanently from there on. Which is a bit more of an interesting backstory, but it's a bit too elaborate to be turned into for, like, this one-off cartoon.
0: Well, there's also not that much you can do with it in a series. That's true. Because, I mean... Rushing ahead to where we set the status quo in this, we've basically got a story of ridiculous superheroes in a small town. Yeah. And there's a lot of places you can go with that. I mean, um, you can see that in stuff like... Um, Steven Universe is a version of this. Mm. Just, these are the local superheroes, we put up with them. Yeah. And there's certainly a lot of comedy that you can mine from that, especially with ridiculous um, seven-foot toad men. So anyway, the princess and uh, T-Bird are being chased across the galaxy by, is it the Queen of Darkness? I think it's the
1: Dark Queen, actually. The Dark
0: Queen, that's the one.
1: To be honest, those names are basically interchangeable.
0: Either way, she's gay as hell.
1: Oh yeah, totally. She's the most goth fucking lesbian character you have ever seen.
0: She's she looks like a sex comedy sci-fi character. She mm. She's wearing a leotard and a cape.
1: At basically at one point she's holding um the princess in her arms kind of just-married style, like, swooped it up from the legs and just says in a very sultry voice to her, I've got you now, princess. And it's, at that point, both of us look to each other and just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: the writers know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she has a um, an army of kind of deformed pigmen things.
1: I wouldn't call them deformed. I would call them more just weird, like... I mean, it's battle toads. Yeah, so it's the bad guys. Battle toads. Like these kind of strangely shaped, like slightly more exaggerated versions of anthropomorphic characters, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of very short, stout, kind of junky buggers, that sort of thing. Rather wonderfully, they have the ability to
0: teleport into um, the town of Oxnard, California, using. A device that basically allows them to appear in any uh, household appliance.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. So, like, they teleport in through a donut machine or they teleport in through a fucking washing machine and that sort of thing. It's
0: such a good animation gag.
1: It's fantastic and it really adds to the entire effect. And Basically they all yeah.
0: climb out of them clown car style. Um, mm. At one point they climb out through a washing machine and one of the I believe it's one of the pigmen has a dress on that has to quickly shake it
1: off. Yeah. Or um oh, God, when they first appear in the convenience store and just one of their arms come out of the fucking slushy machine so they have to grab hold of the handle and pull it down to release the rest of them. Yes. And then just hold it down to release the other people as well. Like, that's just fantastic. That's a it's brilliant this cartoon It's just very clever thing.
0: way of doing things. Yeah. Uh, very visually uh, engaging. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the show isn't visually engaging. It's kind of low-budget.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of the backgrounds are just very plain, but at the same time, most of it takes place in Oxnard, California. So, yeah, I, I mean, mean most this... towns aren't really this high flying, exciting thing to look at. There's it's a, a town. scene in
0: a spaceship. It's just two colours.
1: Yeah, okay, that's fair. The spaceship scene did kind of suck.
0: Anyway, uh,. The battle toads fight these uh, these interlopers and easily win, with the queen and her minions retreating uh, to wherever it is they come from.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. We never actually see them in their base. They always just kind of teleport in with their weird kind of upside down golf club thing.
0: Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, we occasionally see them give an exposition, but I mean, there's there's the ship, and that's about it.
1: Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, so yeah, they defeat them in the convenience store, the clerk doesn't even notice, he's too wrapped up in a magazine. The princess goes, oh, you're truly my heroes, and gives them the names Pimple, Zits Rash. And then T-Bird says about how they can turn back into their normal human forms, and then back into their toad forms at will. And then they go and get their favourite teacher to let the princess and T-Bird stay in his house. <laughs> Yes, this is a... It's very inexplicable thing that happens.
0: I mean, it's inexplicable, but I can see where they were going here because it sets a good equilibrium. Mm. I mean, you can play around with the idea of this alien princess and her bird, uh, anthropomorphic bird scientist uh, protector. Bird dad. Her bird dad. Bird dad. Definitely Uh, bird dad. Her bird dad's hanging around this earth beach house trying to work out what the hell they're supposed to do with themselves
1: yeah i mean there's a scene not too long after uh they managed to convince the teacher to let them stay uh, wherein the three boys give them like just a whole box of shit to do and wear like this just like got the the proper surfing attire you've got the giant boombox you've got the surfboards and all that stuff and then the next scene on, we see T Bird in a fucking tank top, just rocking it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is good. This is this is the this is what I wanted to see. This is the content that I signed up for. Dad Bird in a tank top.
0: Yeah, and uh, fixing up an old sixties car. Yes, fifties car, in fact.
1: So I mean, it's around the same time as um, you see him fixing up the car. Um, that's the lads yep. come out of the washing machine. Ah. Oh. You're missing
0: missing an important bit, which is Princess princess gets a job
1: at a donut shop. Yeah. Called Scarf and Donuts, or whatever it was called. Yep. The names of the brand names, the fake brand names in this are so good. Because
0: they're so low effort.
1: Yeah. They're just, I don't know, just make up a word, make it a verb, just smash it with another made up word. That'll do. Yeah. Scorping (sighs) Wingnuts. Delicious. Either way, the
0: enemies choose this point to attack, and there's another fight scene. This time, the uh, the various creatures have kind of these big satellite dishes attached to their backs, and are zapping with lasers.
1: Yeah, those are interesting laser things. Those are. They seem rather big. I mean, I'm assuming they're from the game. Possibly? I've not seen them. I mean... As far as the enemies go, I would say only really the Dark Queen being the accurate one here. For the most part, I don't really recall seeing any of the enemies we have seen in this cartoon in the game.
0: Right, I'm going to have to look up the Battletoads manual. Okay. Because it being a 1990 game, it will give a list of the enemy types. Okay, it looks like mostly they are Psycho Pigs and Big Blag. Okay. Or possibly... Really weird version of Giblet. Either way, um, I can't see much from this scan, but they look vaguely in the style of enemies from this game. Yeah, okay, yeah, I see it. Kind of the weird, bloated, um, exaggerated uh, ugliness of everything. Oh, yeah, and there's uh, General Slaughter. Oh, there Who is, is the,
1: <laughs> who is the big
0: boy. bad who isn't the Queen. Mm-hmm. The Queen's direct sidekick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Okay. I'm not saying anything about enemies strapping massive satellite dishes to their backs and zapping with lasers.
1: Yeah, no, that seems like a thing they made up for the cartoon.
0: It works. Yeah, it it's does. Good. It's a
1: pretty decent weapon. Um, so yeah, while the Battletoads are fighting off the lads over at the beach house, uh, the Dark Queen and a couple of her uh, cronies come in through. I believe it's the thing that injects jam into donuts. Probably No, I think oh, it was sorry. the fryer Just straight out of the donut fryer Alright, sure, that works too um, And they kidnap the princess through the donut shop So then uh, Once the Toads are finished fighting up And everything In the background we see the General Breaks t Bird's special teleporty stick And The Toads come back and are like Hell yeah, we were great We kicked toad ass or whatever I don't know <sighs> the, Oh, jeez Look, right, the fucking, the words used in this, in this cartoon. This is possibly the most 90s thing we have seen in a while. It's literally
0: set in Oxnard, California. I mean,
1: there's that, but then there's also the fact that one of the characters, like, their vocabulary consists of the word cosmic and various, like, suffixes from 90s surfer dude vocabulary.
0: For some reason, he's also the fat one and an incredible basketball player.
1: Yeah, that a lot of that stuff doesn't really line up. It doesn't does it? really does it. But at the same time, it's still it's still good enough for me to go. Yeah, sure. Why the fuck? Yeah, not? why not? It's fun. Yeah, it's it's just this very fun-loving cartoon that doesn't really give a shit. It knows that it's not going to get a sequel, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, may as well make the most of it. <laughs>
0: Uh, so oh, well. anyway at this point um they need to go rescue the princess uh they can no longer teleport luckily t-bird has basically strapped um massive thrusters to the classic car so they fly into space in a big open top, big pink open top Cadillac
1: well no it's not open top because a thing comes around the top to protect them from the space atmosphere ah. Um t still wearing the uh, brilliant tank top at this point, by the way. Uh still rocking that. I don't think he ever stops rocking that, in fact. No, I he think, doesn't. I think once he wears it, he's like, I'll keep this, thanks. With his
0: noticeable b- bright red wing arms.
1: Yeah. It's very good character design. <laughs> I do like I do appreciate a good bird dad in your cartoon. Make sure your cartoon has a good bird dad. Every th- every good piece of media has a good bird dad. For example, Cass from Breath of the Wild, he's a good bird dad. This message has been brought for you by the Society
0: for Bird Dads. So anyway, they fly into space to attack the uh, the Queen's Castle, which is literally just a level from Battletoads.
1: Yeah, they straight up ripped a level of Battletoads. It's the uh, one with big rotating cylinder and a bunch of platforms that you got to slowly scale up. Um, it's, it's basically very much a design indicative of something that you'd find in the, in the video game. It's something that, like, even if you don't know the game that well, you just know enough about its kind of difficulty and the kind of styles of levels, d- designs it goes for. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, this is probably from the game. I can tell this is easily just ripped straight from the game.
0: So they climb up, they, they fight the queen again, and rescue the princess from... Let's, uh, let's face it, this is a softcore pawn setup.
1: I don't know, I wouldn't say that. I mean. She's tied to a bad yeah, whilst a slightly gothic lady, the leotard. Yeah, yeah, but, but <laughs> face it, put, this, put it this way I've never seen a softcore porn film where the fucking one of them fucking dies by a laser beam at the end. Well, that's true. I've never seen a softcore porn that turns into a snuff film. No one does that. I feel the boundaries are pretty much set. Yeah, You know what you're getting! That that
0: definitely isn't a softcore element. No, it's really not! Uh, uh, Essentially, it's... You're going from softcore to fucking Videodrome! Okay, so it's sort of a... Halfway between softcore porn and the I expect you to die scene from James Bond.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Which I'm assuming actually exists... Come on.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's no there's <laughs> no fucking question about that fucking yeah. You get know it. With
0: it. some terrible porny title. Because it was from before the age where they just put the porn parody at the end of the title and had done with it. So, anyway, the rescue happens. They go back to Arxnard. At this point, there's some sort of festival being set up, is it?
1: Yeah, okay, this is a weird bit where it's just kind of... Ha- it's basically kind of switched to another episode before it's really realized that the first episode finished, and so it's kind of on a second plot line that never actually got resolved.
0: This is kind of the third plot line.
1: oh, that's true. it is
0: this is definitely this definitely has a three act structure where none of the three acts particularly communicate with <laughs> each other. This isn't a situation of uh, this wants to be multiple movies, this is just, okay, this is story A, story B, story C. 20 minutes, done.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a, this is what could happen if it became a full series.
0: So, basically, there is a festival of some kind happening, and the principal of the school who, at the start of the show we forgot to mention, banned these three losers from hanging out with each other for no apparent reason, uh, notices that they're together and uh yells at them but they they have the excuse of ah but we're we're intergalactic superheroes now okay i'm going to commit to you no we just turn into superheroes oh okay you're weird toad men help at which point the uh, the uh the queen attacks the local <laughs> with mall. a fucking
1: giant Soul blade ufo by yeah, the way this... the most
0: amazing <laughs> ufo design it's a shame about the interiors, because the exterior is a brilliant gag. It's so good. And just the idea just of...
1: menacingly points at things.
0: Just, also, the idea of, oh no, she's attacking Oxnard. Oh no, the mall. <laughs> <laughs> the mall is all there is in Oxnard. Oh no!
1: <laughs> oh god, that was brilliant, that Oh was. dear. <laughs> but yeah, um... Battletoads run towards them all. Jump, one of them jumps up onto the UFO, turns their hand into the fucking axe or whatever, cuts it open. No, it turns into a drill and it's drills it It's a drill it open. this time. Um, yeah, we also forgot to mention, yes, the whole uh, hands and feet turning into weapons thing. That's definitely in there. Oh, yeah. It, would, it wouldn't be Battletoads without it. You there, kind of need it in there. There's a
0: lot of decent uses of that.
1: Yes, very much so. Um, but yeah, they go in there. They apparently get caught in a trap set by the Queen, wherein they are just kind of surrounded by the laser beams, and to circumvent this trap, they just walk away from the laser beams well, as what they happens fire. is
0: everyone starts firing, At which is time. a stupid idea in a spaceship when you're firing with lasers, because that just fills the place full of holes and blows the ship up.
1: So, yeah, they, they all scarper out before this ship blows up, and then the principal is like, oh, thank you, I believe you now, and... You're allowed to be cool and together again now, while the fucking 90s kid as the Battletoad is just shaking the principal's hand and giving the most fucking menacing stink eye (laughs) I have ever seen from a cartoon character. And then they're like, they just kind of have a bit of a rejoice, like a princess is like, oh yes, you're the Battletoads that are you protect me and that sort of thing. T-Bird goes up to the principal and just picks out his fountain pen and goes, "Oh, what a wonderful science thing!" And it goes, "Actually, no, it's a fountain pen. I'd better take this off your hands before you hurt yourself." And then he proceeds to spray himself in the face with ink. Yeah, so, you know, it's a pretty good comic ending. And that's battle tide. Yeah, that's it. It's literally half an hour long. There is nothing. It's that. Twenty-one it. minutes. Yeah, it's very short. Um. So, what did you think of this? Well, on the one hand, I can see why this failed. Y- yeah, sort
0: of. The pacing is off. The ideas are... Where they're good, they tend to be derivative. Where they're bad, they really show up the programme. But I think there is a lot of potential for a show in which... A very self-aware show in which a group of three Uh, anthropomorphic weird superhero creatures try to look after a town which is at best mildly ambivalent to their existence yeah
1: (laughs) they really don't give a shit about the fact that they've got a a trio of uh, toad dudes just kind of living in their town
0: just uh it uh, you could really see where this would have gone, and it would have been this very casual town onlooking while space battles happen in their streets. Mm. It could have done with better animation.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. Yeah, the especially the backgrounds more than anything else. I would say. I think it, but- it needs. What it needs is it needs. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog's animation style. That's what would really get it popping Right,
0: so yeah. You need that
1: fast, speedy, kind of bouncy animation that Adventures has.
0: And the backgrounds that are cheap to make but look amazing because they're so weird and abstract.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, it could have done with that because it doesn't even have proper painted backgrounds. No. It just has line, uh, just cartoon line art mostly.
1: For the most part.
0: And... There's just a lack of detail. It it basically needs some watercolours back there.
1: Mm. I guess that also kind of covers the how would we remake it in 2018
0: parts. Oh, um, not really, because that's how it would have been in, t- in uh, 1992. Uh, that's true. I mean... If it that's that's just raising the budget of the original product. I
1: don't think it's too late for the Battletoads to come back.
0: Oh, we'll get back. We'll get, I think...
1: to, we'll get to that. Let's get to that later. Well, I mean, that's what we're doing now. We're doing the 2018 reboot. Have we I'm already... Not... Do...
0: Have... Fair I th- enough. I
1: thought we'd already gotten to this point. No, I was just talking about how it could have been
0: improved in, in um, 1992 to try and have it be picked up as a series. And I think... What it comes down to is that they didn't pump enough money into the show itself. They Mm. pumped it all into the advertising for the show. Mm. And it didn't pay off. No. Now we can talk about Okay, (laughs) great. Good job. Okay, What are you ideas have you got for a 2018 uh, 2018 a 2018 reboot of Battletoads as a cartoon?
1: Now, I don't have any explicit ideas as such but the thing is is Battletoads is such a universally omnipresent like kind of it's 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 this um what's the word I'm looking for not cult character but like it's a pop culture status because it's this game that is universally revered and boasts I guess, his, lambasted for its the weird extreme thing. difficulty.
0: Here's the weird thing. They're not iconic, but they're kind of iconic in this weird cult way.
1: It is one you, of the most 90s things to come out of the 90s.
0: I mean, you would. There were. Uh, when Comedy Bang Bang can make jokes about Battletoads, just throw away jokes, you know you've got something that is very. not necessarily. Known or iconic, but definitely there is this background awareness to it. Yes, yeah. This cult background. That's what. That's awareness. what I mean
1: by omnipresent. It's it's kind it's of. It's not omnipresent. But well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the thing, though, because it's always kind of like this thing. I, I mean, mean for fucking Pokemon is omnipresent. Wasn't um, wasn't Battletoads featured in either Killer Instinct or Mortal Kombat as a uh, bonus character?
0: It was Killer Instinct, because of course that's yeah originally a rare game, isn't it?
1: Something like that. But um, I mean, there you it go. It was the most recent I mean, Killer Instinct. There you go. I mean, they just put the battletoads in there. There was no reason for putting the battletoads in there, but the well, battletoads were Microsoft there.
0: Well, because Microsoft has the has well, the battletoads. Well,
1: obviously yes, but they're not just going to use them out of no reason. They're not going to use them if there is no money there. There's not. They're not going to use them if there is no kind of recognition, no, like no well, kind of recognition true. of them. But there is definite. It,
0: I think it was more a, a push for, towards rare replay. Possibly they were trying to I, sell rare replay, time, but I, I get what you so. mean. They are known to they, some extent. Yeah. Whilst they're not necessarily beloved, people are vaguely aware of if their existence. If they wanted to
1: push Rare replay, they would put banjo in it.
0: Um, banjo turned up in something else, but I can't remember when.
1: All right, well, well there we go.
0: All Stars transformed. Uh the what? Xbox version of All Stars trans. Oh uh, no, yeah, might not yeah. even be transformed. It, it was the original. original. It was the original, wasn't it? Yeah. Microsoft should do that more. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting off the topic, or rather, stumbling I'm... at the topic.
1: But yeah, I mean, that was my point. I don't like. I think a reboot of a, like a well, not really a reboot, but just straight up a new Battletoads cartoon in twenty eighteen would work.
0: Yes, it would very much work. I, f- um, but what would you do with it?
1: Yeah, that's kind of the. What's the cool
0: twenty eighteen twist? Well, I mean, I mean, why hmm. should they trust the princess or T Bird?
1: t pretty trustworthy.
0: I mean, okay, but what if this cause they have been just randomly agreed to isn't... that who have just been approached with and agreed to isn't necessarily the best cause possible? Well, I mean, Not what you've th- done
1: is just you've, in, you've invented the, the plotline for a new Battletoads game. Wherein they go towards with the T-Bird's cause and then it turns out T-Bird's the wrong dude altogether... And so you team up with the so-called Dark Queen and defeat T-Bird at the end.
0: Essentially. Although not necessarily the Dark Queen, because the Dark Queen is so blatantly villain.
1: No, because well, that's the, the, the endgame twist. Yeah, that is the twist. <laughs> that's the endgame twist. She feigns to be actually good. So it, it's just going to double bluff on you.
0: Yeah, that yeah. That was a cool idea. It okay. double bluffs.
1: So you start the game, your T-Bird's good, Dark Queen's bad... Halfway through the game, it's, it turns out it's the other way around, Dark Queen Good, T Bird Bad. You get to the end, no, it was definitely it was definitely T Bird Good, Dark Queen Bad. <laughs> it just double bluffs yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. But that that means we've got an arc for a a series. Yeah, any, but, uh, any other major no, changes you'd make?
1: That's not that's not the, that's not that doesn't work for a T for a TV cartoon. That works for a game. I, I mean it
0: work for one no, of the more modern No, um, No.
1: No Okay, okay. No. Game. So that's staunchly a game only concept. Are I feel. they still is 90s? Do we keep them being incredibly 90s? What if the Battletoads, having won their purpose, were frozen cryogenically so that they didn't die? And then kind of something an o- happened. Kind of an Austin Powers situation. Something happened. I've not seen Austin Powers. Something happened wherein they got thawed out in the year 2018. And now they are these rab 90s dudes who have to deal with being more than like like more than a decade ahead in yeah. time, and technology has advanced just beyond reason.
0: So, Austin Powers. Sure, Austin Powers um, starts with him being frozen in cryogenically frozen in the 60s uh, because he's defeated Doctor Evil, and then thawed out in the 90s when Doctor Evil reemerges. Um, regardless, okay, so you've got these thawed out
1: 90s. They start out as the regular human kids, right? Okay. They're not in their battle toads form. They haven't remembered that they have that yet. So they're trying to work, around, work out where the hell they are, what's going on with the world, and that the fact that they can remember something about toads, but they can't quite place their finger on it just yet. And so it kind of Plays that up for an episode hold or so, on, and then on. something reminds them and then they're like, guys, I think I'm remembering something. Hold
0: on. Okay. How about, instead of doing it like, um, Austin Powers, you do it like Miracle Man, And basically, you pick up with them in their 30s, having no memories of having ever been Battletoads. And then one of them Gets this weird dream and turns into a Battletoad overnight.
1: But that's not how you turn into a Battletoad. You say, Let's get Warty. To turn into the Battletoad. You don't turn randomly into the Battletoad. You do if you shout
0: it in your sleep.
1: Yeah, let's just. Let's just. We're not. We're. We're still a bit too sleepy, and this is a nice, relaxed, comfy <laughs> episode, so I don't think you can really be asked to do it properly.
0: No, well, um, there's just too many angles to attack from. Yeah,
1: there's Battletoads is a complex franchise. It's got, like, what, five different games, all the separate lore and shit this like that. Here's the thing,
0: it's not a complex franchise, but that just gives it more things you can do with it room. Yeah. I mean, you can say, well, we'll make a Legend of Zelda series based on what we understand of Zelda now well, no, it'd just be a big epic fantasy You, it's mm. easy to know where to start with something like Legend of Zelda and at this point a small child say, goes to save a princess whereas with Battletoads it's, well, they're, they're, they're toads in space and they beat up uh, other anthropomorphic animals in weird ways Yeah, we could go anywhere with that Literally anywhere So how exactly do we rank a pilot?
1: It qualifies Okay So it's out of quadrant two It's not a Christmas special So it's out of quadrant three And it's not a movie So it's out of quadrant four We are not introducing a fifth quadrant for one-offs So it's going into the regular-ass (laughs) Deke Show's quadrant
0: If we already have four quadrants It would be a quintent
1: Quintent or something like that I don't know Quidrant? Quidrant. And we're not having quadrants. Um, above ten, easily. I really enjoyed watching this. It was short. It was sweet. It was very fun. The jokes in it were pretty well executed. There is a nice couple of background gags when it was in the convenience store. The animation gags were amazing. Very plentiful on the animation gags. It lends itself to the silly cartoon feel very much. Well, so, what um,
0: have we got at ten?
1: Uh, we've got Sabrina the Animated Series, but as I say, above ten. Honestly, mm. I'm talking more near f- top five. Really? Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I yeah. Okay, what have we got at nine?
1: <sighs> the Real Ghostbusters.
0: Is it better than The yes. Real Ghostbusters? yes it is. I'm not sure it is. Yes, it is. <sighs> Eight. Don't let your nostalgia take hold.
1: What's eight? Care Bears. What's seven? (laughs) Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. It's not
0: better than Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. It's pretty
1: good. Uh, Actually, thinking about it, it wasn't as good as Care Bears.
0: No, we did have a lot of fun with Care Bears. Care Bears is a
1: surprisingly enjoyable and good, silly thing.
0: It was worth the Care Bear stare.
1: Yeah, that was something. Um... Yeah, I think it's better than real Ghostbusters But I don't think it's it beats out Care Bears personally See, I'm not sure it's better than real Ghostbusters
0: Don't let your nostalgia take hold of you uh, Yeah, but I mean real Ghostbusters Don't had let the... your nostalgia take hold Real Ghostbusters <laughs> was not that great
1: it was Controversial okay.
0: It was just okay Yeah, but this so was just okay
1: the original Ghostbusters That's no, true, when you
0: did um, yeah. Go on then Go on, fine You choose
1: <laughs> In at number one <laughs> No, in at number nine It's Battletoads Surprisingly high Most places slate Battletoads Yeah, that's an interesting thing We did see in the comments How it was a shit show And we're like, no Genuinely quite
0: enjoyed it. Well, also on the Wikipedia page, there's oh, but it's it's not very well reviewed, and then points out two nostalgia sites that review old cartoons. Which usually go with negative opinions because negative opinions are funnier than positive opinions. Yeah. No comment past that.
1: Lilo and Stitch. Oh what the fuck. <laughs> Oh, that was a good episode. <sighs> All right. Once again, take it away, pre-recorded me. So that's just about it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, then give us a little rating on iTunes if you use it. Tell your friends. Do a little subscribe if you're not done already. And be sure to check out our other stuff on MostlyCobots.com. That's MostlyCobolds.com. So next week on DGeeks, Geeks... Yeah, it's still me doing it. Check me out. Next week on Deet Geeks, we have... The lovely kid video. You're supposed to be cryptic about it. I don't give a shit anymore.
0: Oh, I like cryptic.
1: I like cryptids too, but what has that got to do with anything?